Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You are watching and listening to Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci. I'm on the grid, and I'm also part of the loudest station in the nation. We're going to make it the loudest station in the nation. SB Nation Radio. Let's do this thing as the countdown to the National Football League draft is on. The countdown to the return of sports is on as well. Cam Stewart steps up and in. What's going on, Cam? Yeah, you said it, Gabe. These guys aren't screwing around. Golf's got some dates coming back in June, and... Uh... It, uh, basically, the sports leagues, they got to stimulate the economy. They want to play games, get things going again, make some paper. And no fans in the stands. That's all right with us. We're betting on everything anyway. Yeah, well, as I've stated before, I saw a poll and it said 72% of Americans said, um, and sports fans, it said 72% of sports fans slash Americans stated that sports leagues should wait until fans can go to games to come back. No. And I say 100% and not even 100%. <laughs> 200% of sports gamblers disagree uh, with that polls. Polls suck, all right? Uh, <laughs> polls suck. Uh, what doesn't suck is talking about the National Football League draft. Uh, when it's all said and done, we'll probably have 10, 15. Uh, 20 might be a little bit too much because I'm hey. thinking about putting about 200 bucks a pop on each prop. That's so maybe let's grand. say... Yeah, let's uh, uh, let's let's go two. Let's go two. Yeah, that's uh, two. Let's go two. Four, four grand's a lot of plane tickets, Marazzi. I'd like to know you. how many people are going to take those stimulus checks. Twelve hundred bucks down on the NFL. Oh yeah, draft. exactly. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs futures. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, government. Some of my favorite <laughs> tweets out there. <laughs> Somebody said, uh, uh, "Thanks to the government, I got my check." And. Buddy showed his direct deposit, <laughs> but it was like made up. So it was funny. It said like government stimulus, $1,200, Pornhub subscription, 59. <laughs> it said Hong Kong, Hong Kong brothel, $300. <laughs> and it's like a joke going out there on Twitter. Hey guys, got my check and people are writing in like sleazy things they're going to spend the money on. <laughs> people are like, for, you know, a couple of cartons of Marlboros. Yeah. Uh, listen, that 1200 is going to go fast, uh, but... Uh, we're going to try to uh, help you build. We got our own stimulus here, all right? The we stimulus do. are our NFL draft props. And all kidding aside, you know, it's maybe 200 a bucks a prop on, on the ones that we really like, a couple of 50s and 100s on, on the plus monies. But this is going to be the first. This is almost going to be like the Super Bowl, actually. I already bet big on the draft, so I'm not going to be one of these Johnny, you know, 
uh, Johnny six packs. Oh, I'm going to bet on the draft. I never really done this before. I've been betting on the draft for years and I always bet big on drafts and it's draft betting on drafts guys is very, very stressful because it's, it's, you know, not that you have any control over a game, but you're watching a game. It's like, all right, man, we stopped them, you know, yep. first down, catch the ball. With the draft, you're at their mercy. It's almost like betting on wrestling. You just sort of sit there and you're like, oh, God, what's Gettleman going to do? Yeah. What's Gettleman going to do? And, you know, there's been a lot of jokes. And I made a joke a couple of weeks ago about a virtual draft. And I'm like, Gettleman doesn't know how to turn a computer on. Like, how the hell is he going to do a virtual draft? And as we see, like, I think Cam Stewart's got a more better technological and more futuristic setup than Gettleman. Oh, like... Like, like, I don't know if, like, you know, if Scott Wetzel's, like, Gettleman's buddy, and Wetzel's the one that, like, the last time I saw someone use a piece of paper, who uses a mouse pad anyways nowadays? Say, I don't even use a mouse pad. I still use paper, though. I still like to write down things on paper. I got two lights here. I got a Mackie soundboard. I got an Apple. I'm way ahead of Gettleman. You see that guy? He looks like he's doing it on a Texas Instruments or a Tandy. That computer sucks. You're right, mouse cord? kind of world are we living in man it's crazy it's so the fact, ghetto the fact that you just said mouse cord puts you in the same ballpark as gentlemen can no i mean hey i use a i use a fine There's no such thing as a mouse cord all right a mouse, yeah you plug it into the computer the mouse the mouse cord i use it i i use my hand dial right here ding 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 we good mouse cord. <laughs> dear god I don't know how you get through fantasy football. I don't know how you do this show. I don't know how, like, you're, you turn things on and everything. You've come a long way. I have, buddy. I'm my own IT guy. Hey, give me a little bit of credit. Remember that day we went down to Wacky Wings when you came down for a visit? I brought everything in a duffel bag. I hooked this up pretty good. You were well, even you like, holy cam, what the hell's going on with you? I go, ah, trial and error, buddy. You got to figure it out. We don't have enough money to hire tech guys. We got to do it ourselves, Marenzi. Self-sufficient broadcasters. I just like, though, things are getting back to normal in a sense that... Even though we're in the middle of this, um, you know, this this shutdown uh, right now, there is a sense of normalcy in the world, yep. in the sense that the Dallas Cowboys are the Dallas, you know, they're always doing something stupid. There's controversy. Doc Prescott takes offense. He says there was no more than ten people. <laughs> Why do you even have ten people? Like, and, and you're lying. It was more than ten people. There's pictures, bro. Like, there's pictures. There was more than like uh, people saw the cars. Right. So he's not even sorry. He's in denial uh, about it. But it's nice to see there's like a sense of normalcy there that the Cowboys are still doing stupid things. And we have a sense of normalcy here that um, Gettleman has New York Giant fans worried. Jerry Foley <laughs> will join us, Giants insider, a little bit uh, later on. And I, I joked about Gettleman being like, oh boy, it's going to be a challenge for some of these coaches. So that's the one thing with the draft. You're, you're at their mercy. So you can think, all right, you should take this guy. You want him to take this guy. And it's very frustrating. You know, you'll be cruising along, and it's like, boom. Then you That's start it. getting them wrong, and there's a domino yep. effect after. Damn right. And like we talked about in the NBA, I was nailing that draft. All it takes is, like, one trade. It throws everything off. <laughs> like, all your mocks, they're as good as a wet zigzag, all right? Like, they're done. Like, they're basically, it's it's um, yesterday's newspaper, the mock, it doesn't mean anything. None of these mocks mean anything, but you know what I mean, Cam? Even your projections, a couple of goofball trades 
It's on whatever, dude. It's whacked out now. That, then, then you're just at, you're screwed. You're, you're basically know, screwed. You said it, and that's the thing. Like you and I have already bet like quite a bit of money. I told you <clears throat> we've been doing this for. And the funny thing is, Gabe, we just didn't get on the horse. We've been riding this horse for the past month. Like ever since these draft props came out, me and you on the show, I've made bets live when we're doing the shows, and we have a lot invested in it. But you're right. What are these teams going to do? I don't know what the Jets are going to do. I don't know what the Giants are going to do. Are they going to pick Simmons at four? I think they need a lineman like Worfs. This guy might do something even stupider and reach for somebody crazy. Like, we don't know. And you're right. The domino effect, it's really, really crazy. And it's going to be with the receivers, too. There's so many damn good receivers. I, I'm, I might even think we might not even get our first. The one prop that I'm really, really, really liking is our receivers over other than C.D., Lamb, and Judy. Because once those guys get drafted, I don't see another receiver going. I don't see rugs going into like the 20. Like maybe I got to be honest. As the draft approaches, you start to realize how hard of a draft this actually is. is. It's a very hard draft. And it's not because of the virtual crap. I don't give it. It doesn't change our life at all. We're we're picking where these guys are going to go. The problem is there's so many good players. Yes. Right? There's so many good players. Equal players. And it's not exactly. It's not as if though you can say, no, 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 no. They're not going to take that guy just because he's a lineman because, you know I mean, this guy's so much better. Yep. The problem is everybody's pretty good in the first couple of rounds of this draft. So, guys, it's, it's going to be – I think it's going to be an unpredictable draft, actually, at some point in time. Yet, I think we've isolated, for me, as you talked about, the rugs prop, uh, the worst prop, under eight and a half. There's a couple of props that we've isolated. I like some of the individualistic player props, but it is a tricky draft to uh, to break down. And we'll give you some more props pretty much on a daily basis. We've been breaking down numerous players, different positions, uh, player prop over-unders, where they're going to be drafted. So I'm talking about a sense of normalcy returning to the world. And Kirk Cousins manages to upset people um, <laughs> somehow. And that's what I'm saying. It's the same people all the time, Cat. Like, you know what I mean? It's like... It's, it's going to be... Ref- <laughs> Tell them the story. Kirk, Kirk so, Cousins is unbelievable. Kirk, Kirk, but the thing is, if you actually... And it's one of these things. It's a, li- it's a little bit of clickbait. It is. It is. You know what I mean? But, one of the, but the media likes but, to do this. But the thing is, yeah, you still said it, Kirk. You did. Right? And it's like, yeah, and you, he can say I was taken out of context and all that type of stuff. It's like, nah. Not really. Not really. But at the same <laughs> point in time, he didn't say, like, uh, he didn't pull a Ronda Rousey, F the fans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he basically stated he doesn't care if there's no fans. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he said, I don't, he said, uh, we practiced without fans. He said, we scrimmaged without fans. And uh, he said, as long as we're able to play football, I don't have a problem with it, which is all fine, right? But then he drops. In fact, it'll be kind of refreshing. Refreshing, yeah. The word is refreshing, like yeah, a nice so, old Sierra then, So what do you say? You're happy that they're not there? <laughs> like, that's what you mean by that. Yes. Hey, yeah, because you you get heckled and booed, bro. That's right. What is, and then what he is goes on time? to call the Diggs trade a win-win. Yeah. He's it's so- like, dude, like, you suck. Just shut up, bro. And you got a contract extension? I know. The He's Vikings will never it. win. We talked about the Cowboys never winning. I love Mike Zimmer. I love betting on him. He's an ATM machine. You bet, guys. You bet. Write it down now. I don't care. Pandemic or no pandemic. The Minnesota Vikings versus non-division opponents cover the spread like 69% of the time, if not more. It's crazy. All right? But Zimmer's never winning a Super Bowl with the Vikings, bro. Kirk Cousins ain't winning a Super Bowl. Dak Prescott's not winning a Super Bowl. These teams are wasting their time. Kirk Cousins is a fantasy quarterback. He'll have a big couple big games against lesser light opponents. And want to know why he said refreshing game? 
What does he do in games? Big games, interception in the end zone. Game-winning drive, screw up, yeah. wrong coverage. Of I course, the guy that's known as one of the bigger chokers in the league yes. wants no fans. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, this is great. Thank you. He's actually probably really more than refreshing. He wants no fans. Yes. Yeah. He, he would rather have never a fan there for the rest of his playing career. He likes it that way. So, no, it's crazy. And, yeah, you talk about it. A guy who chokes down the stretch, of course he's going to want no fans. But Kirk Cousins, you said it. It's the same dudes, the same problems. It's, it's it, Yeah, it's like clockwork. So, anyway, I'm with you on the Vikings. They're so never he, calls it, he calls it, uh, you know, it could be refreshing without fans. Then when asked about the, uh, the Stephon Diggs trade, and there's no secret, Diggs basically wanted to punch Kirk Cousins in the face, like, you know, on a daily <laughs> basis. Uh, Cousins said, it's a unique dynamic. Cousins said it would transpire between the Vikings and Diggs via uh, uh, the Pioneer Press in Minnesota. It became apparent that he wanted to play elsewhere. I don't think it was smart of the Vikings to grant him that opportunity. I think it was a, I think it wasn't a mystery, and that's okay. I wish him really well. Uh, I just so enjoyed playing with him. <laughs> He's a special <laughs> player. Now we have to find a way to move forward to replace that. We're always looking for win-wins, whether it was uh, with my contract or Stefan's situation. <laughs> it didn't seem to be able to work out going forward as it was, so we tried to find the best win-win that we could. See, once again, it starts off fine. Yes, it, it does. It was unique. I like playing with him. I wish him the best. Yeah. Then he goes on. It's a win-win as far as my contract. Yeah. So basically, what were they saying? Well, we can't have Cousins and Diggs here. We're yeah. going to let Diggs got, go right. instead of yeah. Cousins. Yeah. I got my money. Yeah. It's a win-win for yeah. me. You know the best thing about Cousins is he's like the stand-up comedian. He slams him with the first joke. You're like, yeah, yeah. And after that, it's crickets and tumbleweed. Like, the more he talks, the worse it gets. It starts, You're right. Like, you should basically say just shut up. Have a one-word answers. It don't should talk. have just ended after he's a special player. And now we have to find a way to move forward and replace yes. that. That's fine. It's perfect. <laughs> then he goes on. We're always looking for win-wins, whether it was with my contract. <laughs> what does your contract have to do with, like, a win-win for the organization, bro? Yeah, win-win for your pocketbook. All this guy pocket. cares about is money, bro. He does. And you know what? And, he and I used it. to think he was a big competitor. You Remember, I used to yeah, like your cousins uh, at Michigan State. I was on board with him in the Redskins. I'm like, this guy's a scrapper. He's a competitor. Now I realize, nah, he's a shrug-the-shoulder guy. He throw the interception. It's never his fault. Dude, he sucked so many times for the Vikings and after, well, we didn't play well. No, no, you didn't play well. You didn't play well. I mean, dude, the guy's like 1-17 in, in primetime games. I know. You beat the Saints. <laughs> it was pass interference. Rudolph pushed, pushed off, all right? The only reason you won that game is because the Saints are chokers. And number two, the league hates the Saints and screws the Saints all the time. And they screwed him again. <laughs> So true, man. No, you said it. Cousins big. And then you got your ass kicked the next week. You know what the best is? You know what Cousins did? I got to give him credit. That little, like, who do you, how do you like me now? How do you, you like, like me that? Now? that? You like that? You like that? You like that? Oh, you're going to like that. That little freakout session basically made him, like, I don't know how many extra million he got by that show thing. What a competitor. Look at this guy. We want him on our team. Once He's he got a his paycheck. Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's all he is. Yeah, he is. That's a good comparison. He's He is better than Ryan Fitzpatrick, but. He makes big mistakes at not bad times. Like, <laughs> Fitzpatrick still wins games. You're right. He's not a truly a grinder. Not, not by much. And now you see, like, Dalvin Cook wants to be the highest paid back in the league. It's like, bro, you know, why, why don't you get through, like, a season without getting hurt and then talk to us? 
other thing. Yeah. So what have you done? Okay. You got hurt your first year. You have one good year and now you're coming to me about getting paid. How about you do it for three or four and then we'll start talking, honor your contract. Then we'll talk. You said it, man. See, that's the world that, that we're living in. And I don't want to be the old man, you know, get off my lawn type of guy, but that's the difference. Back in the day, guys would play three, four years. You were in your stripes. You're one of the best. Don't worry. They'll grease you in the new contract. I don't, I don't have a problem with guys shaking, you know, teams down for money. The teams have the money. Yeah, I do. I know. I do I, have a problem with you. You guys are the same guys who just agreed to the last collective bargaining agreement. Yes. Like I'm done sympathizing with NFL players. You get railroaded and run over all the time by the owners and you come back for more. Yeah. And then after you hold out, it's like you just had a chance to take control of things. Right? Yeah. It's like and the girlfriend, right? She's mean to you. Hey, come back, baby. It's okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's You're right. These guys, they they never learn their well, lesson. Let's look at Lev Bell. Lev yep. Bell held out, tried to, like, get the marketplace changed for running backs. Yes. What happened? His own teammates turned on him. Oh, yes. he's selfish. He should be here. Guys, he's losing money by doing this, trying to change the market. Yep. And the players don't stick together in the NFL. So I understand so I don't have a problem with any guy that, you know, every guy in the NFL should try to, like, steal as much money as they can from the owners. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. What I have a problem with is guys that, like, they all think they're the best. Like, that's the biggest beef yep. I had. Dalvin Cook says, well, I'm the best back in the league. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're a very good back, but you're not the best back in the oh. league, bro. And, in fact, you're not even in the conversation. McCaffrey's better than you. Yes, right? he is. Kamara's better than you. Yes, he is. You know, you know what I mean? There's guys that are better than you. Right? Like, so, and you haven't proved anything. Like, these guys, it's just, it's amazing to me. They all want to, they all their hands up right away. I'm the best. I'm the best. You're not the best. Go out there and prove it. Look at McCaffrey's numbers. The guy puts up sick-ass numbers, man. You know, Dalvin, you're good. And, yeah, you're important to the team. You're good. But you're not the best running back in the NFL. He's also, as you said, the most important thing, injury-prone. He had one good season, and he still got banged up. Remember? The Vikings second and third string backs, they got a lot of touches too. So having Dalvin Cook healthy for a full season, good luck with that. Well, there is a sense of normalcy. NFL players are complaining, saying stupid yeah. things. The Dallas Cowboys have controversy. Lying. They have a holdout <laughs> somehow in a virtual camp. Yes. Not opening my laptop. <laughs> Used to be you don't show up at camp. Now it's like, no, nah, I'm not opening the laptop. No. You see, what's he going to do? Open it up and say... Holding out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, just put a sign up. Not here. F you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, Dak, big font. Yeah, I am not. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would do. Or like go like uh, like uh, Taiwan. Just put like a mannequin robot. Yeah. Put a mask. Just sit there. Yeah, I'm here. Screw you. The business. Back in five. Yeah, back in five months. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, buddy. He's not an employee, though. He's not yeah, technically you're an employee. You're right. But to your point earlier, and we defended him a lot, don't lie about something that we already know. Like, like how stupid do you think we are? Oh, yeah, I said it. Like, I know, I know. dinner party. Shut up. I feel zero All sympathy for very, uh, I don't have a lot of sympathy for anybody anymore. It's like, <laughs> everybody makes their own bed. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. 
And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. You are watching and listening to Game Time Decision Sports Grid SB Nation Radio. Let's roll them out of station in the nation. I am Lorenzi. We're throwing it down to Ranger Rand. Cam Stewart, Jerry Foley will join us a little bit later on. GiantsInsider.com. Uh, we'll talk some New York Giant football as uh, Gettleman is in his uh, his war room. You know, the, the war room. The best is the little cup of coffee, the stack of paper, the computer from the 80s. When you sent me that, I just, I lost it. All that I'm was like, missing wow. was like, you know, like a, a like, printer. You know, I'm surprised he didn't have the uh, I'm surprised he didn't have the old like rotary phone. That's right. Ring, like ring, the old landline ring. rotary phone. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Want to trade? Oh, <laughs> Who's calling? Ahoy. 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 <laughs> ahoy. The best is the Chargers, though, too, because they're in Silicon Valley. Beautiful, big screen. Nice, modern. Uh, you know, you see the yeah, computers yeah, at the screen. That up, <laughs> that guy? He's yeah, you know what? So what? Good for you. You got six laptops open. You yeah. still suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Another good point. Like, it makes it look like, ooh, we're so flashy. Like, we're the Super Bowl champs. No, you're not. Like, that's the thing. He's got a great setup, but who cares? You're still going to draft the same guys, right? It just looks It looks very nice, though, compared Gentleman, to Gettleman. Though. Gentleman just has like one little laptop that he seems to be struggling with. And, and Buddy with the Chargers, he's got like six computers open and CNN on TV. It's yeah. like, all right, bro, like, do you really need six computers right like, now? Like, exactly. <laughs> How's it going to change the draft either? As long as Gettleman can get onto the internet, everything will be okay, Gabe. As People, long as the computer has capacity. <laughs> It is strange, too, that Buddy uh, Telasco, the GM of the Chargers, he's got a ping-pong table, real nice ping-pong table. I like ping-pong a People lot. People are like, that's an upscale ping-pong table. It's like nice wood and stuff, but he has it in front of the TV. It's kind of a weird yeah, place to ping-pong table. Ping-pong's good for social distancing, too. You can stay eight feet, you know, just get back, wear some gloves, and, and play. Great game for these times. Oh, they're playing ping-pong still. Table, oh, the yeah. table tennis world didn't stop. Table tennis is awesome. Love yeah, table tennis. Yeah, I've bet table tennis before. It's in table tennis, though, it's 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 tricky to bet on. Basically, um, serve is everything. Yeah. A lot it's of Asian like, countries and one white guy from like the Netherlands. That's what you're basically telling me. Uh, there's a few countries that are good at it. Um, basically, yeah, it's in you and people, when people think of table tennis, they think of Asia. Um, the Koreans are really good at it. Uh, and South Korea is really big, but yeah, the Dutch are really into it. Exactly. Holland, <laughs> these big tall dudes with long arms. Good call, wingspan. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you wonder why are the Dutch into this? Like, yeah, because yeah, they're they're good at it. Thank you. <laughs> and, yeah, there's a couple of Europe, you know, like Lithuania and stuff, like sort of the Sweden. Sweden, no, not too many Swedes in the Interesting, scene. Interesting, because they're usually tall. Skinny. Yeah, it's sort of like when you bet on billiards. It's all Scottish and Irish guys. And yeah, Brits. yeah, Brits. Yeah, Phil, sure. Phil Taylor. Jimmy Murphy, 
Well, they're yeah, drunk, yeah. drunk sports, right? Like snooker darts, dart snooker. Like you look, it's all the guys are they basically those uh, games, Gabe, that you love. Remember when they're on TV? It's like it's just an afternoon of just getting pissed and watching guys throw darts. Like oh, I've been on darts thing. before. Oh man, I'd like to go. They have a full arena. Well, they used yeah. to. They're not and, uh, and they're like drunk. there'd be like eighteen thousand people in an arena, and basically there's like twenty dart games going on at once. They just have a bunch of dart boards. <laughs> Yeah, they're just drinking and watching. Oh, all right, the crowd's in. You're betting. They bet on it. Like you can bet yeah. in the building there and stuff. Um, all right, so we were talking about uh, we'll get we'll get to our draft picks, a couple of props for you guys. Uh, we'll run through some of the players, but talking about a sense of normalcy, sports uh, around the corner. So everybody knows who uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci is yeah. uh, by this point in time. Uh, I saw something too. Fauci bobbleheads are a hot uh, hot commodity, and in fact, they sold out. And they were one of the amongst the fastest selling bobbleheads ever from this company that sort of makes novelty bobbleheads, um, surpassing Sister Jean. Wow, strong. Uh, surpassing Sister Jean. <laughs> so, Dr. Anthony Fauci. So everyone knows Fauci. And there's been a lot, anytime sports has been brought up over the last couple of weeks to the governors, to medical professionals, they didn't even really answer. It was like, well, there's no time to talk about sports right now. Uh, well, you know, we're not going to get into that now. That's that, that's at the bottom of the checklist you've often here. You and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Donald Trump's conference call with those commissioners was pretty much do everything you can to yeah. get back. Get back. Now do he's it. doubling down on it. Yeah. And it's gone from a conference call with the commissioners, guys, to Trump is bringing in the sports guys as part of the jumpstart the economy team. And basically they're seeing sports, they're seeing sports as a as a conduit to get things going. And you know, the governor of Florida, who's been heavily heavily criticized for his handling of the virus, yes. is getting heavily criticized this week because he made Vince McMahon in the WWE an essential service camp. I know, I know that was the Florida, what do you need? We need wrestling. <laughs> no, you said so it. literally have fun. I thought it was a joke. Because the supply chain is broken down. And the governor is worried about, yeah, Vince McMahon getting getting Monday Night Raw done on time. So you're so right. Like it's I don't want to get political about why that's happening. But it's funny though. But, yes. But the thing is, so DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, he did a press conference and he knew the questions were coming. So it started, like, how is wrestling an essential service? And he said, well, and then he actually got into, well, people need content. He says, there hasn't been anything fresh on TV for over a month. And he goes, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of watching old sports games on TV. Me too. And it sounds like he's got your vote almost. Uh, not yet. No. And, and, and listen, <laughs> Trump upset people because Trump said the other day, I'm tired of watching baseball games on TV from 14 years ago. Exactly. <laughs> then people, people were like, why do you have time to watch baseball games? Yes, exactly. Right? What are you watching baseball games from 14 years ago? And then he's like, well, I only watch one batter, and then I get Yeah, back. yeah. sure you do. Okay. So, so DeSantis brings up, he said, America needs content. He actually said this. He sounds yep. like, a, he sounds like a, he's like the head of NBC or something. I like it. He's like, yeah, you like it. Oh, you're going to like it even better because he goes, yeah. 
America needs content. He goes, uh, there's never been a time in our history before when there's never been any sports or new, new shows on before. And he goes, I think I, for one, think Americans want this. And then you're going to love it, Kev. He goes, I want Tiger and Phil to come and play here. They can socially <laughs> distance. No gallery. Then he says, he goes, I don't see why we can't run at Daytona without fans and have NASCAR. And then I'm realizing, I'm like, all right, um, it's going to be about 20 seconds after this press conference is over, and his phone's going to light up. All right, we want to set up shop in Florida. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, that's what it's going to be. But the thing is, like, what, is every league just going to go to Florida because this guy's open for business? But where I'm going with this is he's been criticized. You know, Gavin Newsom in California is like, not now. I don't even want to talk about sports now. But Ken, Fauci, he's the head of authority. Yep. So Fauci came out and said, they asked him, what about sports? Okay, that's where people are getting impatient. What about sports? And he said, I've seen some of these ideas about leagues playing without fans in one city. He said that I would approve of that. Awesome. Yep. But That's the boss. Was, yeah, but you know what he went on to say? No families. Yeah, see, that's a stick. That's from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he goes, but they must be quarantined. He yep. said, they must be quarantined in a biodome. He basically, oh, like, yeah, almost, by, Paulie no, you know what I mean? Like, it's almost <laughs> like a census. Like, the bell, guys, and they have the money to do it. Just, like, build the dome. <laughs> Big bubble. Put a bubble over, like, by, by San Antonio, if you're the NFL. <laughs> Tell them, listen, each resident's going to get, you know, $20,000. We're going to ask you not to go out. <laughs> like, awesome. Like, if the NFL came to your town and said, yeah, we'll give you twenty-five k to sit in your side so we can play the games, you'd do it. People would be like, all right, I'll take it. Yeah, but right, I'm, I'm They're not going to build a dome, but he, he basically stated about the hotel ideas. Yeah. Like, he basically, you know, those ideas, he said that could work. But he went on to say complete isolation. Yeah. He said you can't have your families there because it's a domino effect. The way that, come on, guys, you see the way this virus multiplies. You need to minimize the risk and the people around. And another thing is, if let's say the players say, oh, I want my families there. It's like, all right, guys, your families go. You're going to tell your wife and kids? They can't leave the room. Exactly. Here's yeah, the thing. Like, we're you serious. Got... They're going to tell yeah. listen, honey, I ain't going to Vegas to party and do hookers here. Yeah. Like, you're, if you come, you're in quarantine. Quarantine with I me. can't see you. Yeah. I, we can't expose. Like, we will be locked in. Like, the Raptor players will be Raptor players only, Cap. Nobody else around them. Yeah, it's crazy. That's why Dak, Dak Prescott, the thing that really pisses me off about the situation, you said, it's like friends. Six degrees of separation. You have 30 people at a party. All the other people you met, ding, 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 ding. That's the thing. It goes up exponentially. It's just not one person. You're right. Hey, man, I'm down with Florida. I got to be honest with you, too. I'm going nuts. I'm watching ESPN Classics and all this other stuff. I'm watching TSN Classics game. They had a second-round match of Wimbledon and called it a classic with Eugenie Bouchard. Me and Lisa almost <laughs> fell off the couch. I'm like, a classic? This is a joke. Well, That's the other night. Same classic. I'm like, not down with the classic stuff. I don't like living in the past. I'm busy. I'm, bus I'm as busy as I've ever been right now. But the thing is, the other night they had some good ones. They had the uh, Athletics and Dodgers. Kirk Gibson. That's good. That's good game. That's classic. Yeah, they had that. That was really good. And I know that um, I know that uh, TSN in Canada replayed the uh, Dennis Martinez perfect game against yeah. the Dodgers. Classic. El Presidente, El Perfecto, 
See, that's a call. That is a call. And no, that's the thing. And I'm with the, I don't tell you this governor in Florida, Gabe, you know me, I, when I'm not watching sports, I'm watching murder mysteries. There've been no new ones, no interviews from the jails, no nothing. Like I'm, I'm really getting, I'm down with him. We need content. <laughs> All right, so listen. Uh, this is, this, this is Fauci's exact words. Fauci. Uh, yeah, Fauci. What's Fauci say? Great name. Uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, one of the nation's top doctors in charge of leading a response for the coronavirus pandemic, said sports returning without fans is within the realm of possibility. The chance of it actually happening depend on the league or the organization's ability to procure massive amounts of tests and how closely they monitor their players. Goes back. We're going to be right about everything, and history is going to be on our side. When I said, the NHL doesn't have the money to do this. No, they don't. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? No, NBA like, does. Yes. NFL exactly. does. It's not for everybody. Like, it's easier to say on paper, oh, you just put them in a hotel. No, 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 no. Like, we talked about it with baseball. 25,000 tests a month, all right? And that's being conservative. And, you know, and I saw um, the, the, the Cuomo, Governor Cuomo in New York, and he brought up a good point as far as testing. And they were talking about how, like, now they even have, like, saliva, swab tests, and it's, like, getting faster and faster rapidly yeah. all the time. Yep. But he said... He said, we don't have 350 million swabs. We don't have 350 million vials. Exactly. Like, there's no fact, you know what I mean? You can't make all these things at once. Like, there's a lot of challenges. It's like, all right, we're going to test. All right, well, you better get 400,000 tests, and then you got to get 400,000 swabs, and you're going to have to get 600,000 vials. And you got to run and, it. And you got to run it. That's right, the where are you going to do it? You got to build a lab to do it. The yes. hospital ain't doing it because yes. you're the NFL. You can build your own hospital, right? Like, yes. yeah, like it's it's money, guys. Like you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. Like you're building a city. Yes. But the thing is, the NFL has billions at stake. So for them, they can pull it off. And I think the NBA does too. Baseball will be tricky because there's so many players. Yep. So Fauci's exact words, there's a way of doing that. He tells good luck, America. Was that a gambling show? That's a great name. I like good that. Luck good, America. Luck, good luck, America. Hit <laughs> go. your parlay. That's yeah, it's a good name. Good luck. Yeah, I like that. Good luck, America. Yeah, I was. I thought it was like you yeah, know, like, morning shows. I don't know. It's a Snapchat show. Uh, Fauci's done every show in America except ours, evidently. Uh, Fauci <laughs> says there's a way of doing that. Uh, when asked if there was going to be uh, a college football season, nobody comes to the stadiums. Okay, so. That's not going to work for college about uh, the hotels and all this because, uh, you know, I don't know why they were asked if there was going to be a college season. So he says, nobody comes to the stadiums. Put the athletes in big hotels wherever you want to play. Keep them very well surveyed, uh, but you have to have them tested like every week and make sure they don't wind up infecting each other or their families and just let them play the season out. Um Goes on to uh, say about how uh, he's a national fan. He wants to see them. <laughs> oh, wow. Fauci likes the nationals? Uh-oh. <laughs> so that's the thing. So let's say let's say the, the league, the players say, all right, we'll do it, but we're bringing our families. Then you're multiplying the test by four, right. by six. Suddenly you're talking about a million yeah. tests or something. Can't do it. It's too yeah, selfish. Like, can't so do it. So exactly. Like, the, the NBA... I think the, the the family should just shut up at this point. Yeah, and I, 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 I don't feel I, I'm it's like you're gonna listen, honey, We're making a lot of money. Yeah, you know, you'll see me when it's over. Well, yeah, I'll be gone for four and a half weeks. Yeah. If something really happens for real, and there's an emergency, call me and I'll leave. It's a great like, point, Gabe. Think about it. Right, 
What about fighters who go to Afghanistan and stuff for tours of duty, right? Yeah, but people brought that up. I know, but they, these guys didn't join the military. They didn't join the military, but they're asking them to make a sacrifice for four and a half months, and they make a lot of money. They sacrifice for who? For you so you can bet? Yeah, for you so you can bet, too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, if me and you were in the league, and I got a girlfriend, you say, honey, I'm gone for four months. I'll see you in four months. Because you can't bring all the family members there. It's I know before we said it's not going to work with the families, but you have to make sacrifices for this to work. And you can't afford all those extra tests. So what you got to make do, a decision. What you do is basically you quarantine the families at one hotel. Yes. You quarantine the players at another. And you let them, you have some sort of meeting. It's almost like jail, conjugal visit. Can they have sex? <laughs> Yes. Touch. Yeah, yes. of course they can. So yeah, this is right. what we're at, 2020, the commissioner, yeah. are we allowed to have sex? Yes. yes. <laughs> we are. You can touch your spouse, your favorite your favorite partner. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best kid we can. Sir, Mr. Goodell, can we have sex? Oh, okay, sure. No, you're right. This is It's crazy times, buddy. But <laughs> the bottom line is that yeah, you said it. Fauci, party degree. Yeah, yeah, no sex, sex allowed. <laughs> Fauci said it, though, like, Gabe, the thing that I'm noticing from what you're saying, too, more and more we're getting to the point of sports, we're going to do this thing, just know people. Well, at least they seem now, to be they've been given a go-ahead to put a plan together, at least. Correct. But it's not just as easy as, oh, yeah, you can play now. Like, I know. Nice. And we're not nowhere near this testing yet. Like, this is all months and months and months away. All right, uh, Game Time Assistance continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are watching and listening to Game Time Decisions. I am Marenzi. Don't forget, we're now on SB Nation Radio, weekdays at 6, following Scotty Farrell. Scotty Farrell goes coast to coast. We lay it down, Game Time Decisions. And um, the good news is we might have some games, actually, eventually, to actually make some decisions on. Um, Although we've got a lot of draft day decisions uh, to make. Me and Cam are going to pretend we're Kevin Costner in that movie, (laughs) which... Please don't. <laughs> I never saw the movie. I, I saw, saw like it. 20 <laughs> minutes of it on TV a couple hey. of months ago, ironically. And I was like, I'd never seen this movie. Yeah. So I saw it. And it's you know what was fascinating to me about that movie was they had complete access from the NFL. Yeah. Right? So it looked good. Like as far as they had the, right. the jerseys, the logos, 
they were even in like the Cleveland Browns offices and stuff. Like they were in like the stadium, like everything was real. So that's how you almost knew it would suck because it was NFL approved. <laughs> and <laughs> but God, it was corny. Like, it was. like I saw the part where Kevin Costner's like bullying some young GM. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, like the I guy's going to... Yeah. The Seahawks want to make a move with you, Cleveland? I'm like, shut up. Like, it was just so stupid. Like, the way it played out, the conversation... I saw when he called never... the quarterback. Yeah. What did, what did you do on your birthday party that night? <laughs> You're right. It was very hokey. Like, if, if, but it did it did look slick. I will give you yeah, that. Yeah, it did, it did look good. But, see, so yeah, me, me and Cam are going to be a GM. Well, we're not being GMs. It's not, really, it's not about being a GM. It's about being, uh, being right. Yeah. So, um, so we can win money on the props. So let's let's jump into some of these players uh, right now. We focused a lot on the offense. Take a look at a couple of these defensive guys and see where they're going to end up. Let's take a look at uh, Derek Brown. It's been a lot of talk about Chase Young um, out of Ohio State being the best defensive player, and some people think he's the best talent in the draft, even more than Burrow. Wow. Um, Isaiah Simmons is a little bit polarizing. Some people think he's like a you know, wicked, he's a star, and he's like this, you know, futuristic hybrid linebacker. Other people think he was a great college guy and he'll be okay in the NFL. People aren't really polarized on Derrick Brown. You don't really hear a lot of negative things about Derrick Brown, but you also don't see Brown going in the top five, six, seven. Like, listen, Derrick Brown's prop is seven and a half defensive tackle out of Auburn camp. Over. Uh Good player, uh, huge motor, very, very good with you. And I told you I like Simmons at seven to Carolina, so six and a half. I've already made that bet. Hopefully the Giants don't pick him because I've heard that. But with Derek Brown, Gabe, there's too many good players. I think there's going to be trades too. We've heard today Atlanta might be moving up. We don't know about these reports, but there's a lot of things I have to consider. And with the talent level so close and teams like Miami, they need to stockpile Detroit. I think there's going to be an excessive amount of trades this year for Brown. I think that number's a little bit too high. I will take the over. I think he'll go around 11-12 in that yeah, general like, area. I like, I like where you're going with that. I'm going to go over the number here with Derek Brown as well. And, you know, you brought up, um, you, you, you said Isaiah Simmons to Carolina at seven, which I do think makes a lot of sense, actually. Although there's He's good. You never really know. Someone and Gaten, a lot of people think the Giants are going to take him. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like Please, the Gettleman, be... Gettleman's going to not take a lineman, which yeah. would be crazy. Just take worse. I agree. Right? But, but whatever. That, that's another argument. When, when I look at Derrick Brown, we got to look at like the teams. No one's trading up for Derrick Brown. So that's the thing. It's not like, all right, they're going to trade up to get him or anything like that because he's just, he's going to be there and. I don't think he's quite good enough that teams are going to want to take him with the third or fourth pick or something like that. So we know the Dolphins aren't taking him. Um, the Dolphins are going to take Derek Brown. They're going to take quarterback. Yep. Redskins chase Young. Derek Brown, I don't think he's going third overall to the no, Lions. No, that's too high. You know what I mean? So you got the, the Giants. Simmons I, or yeah. Wurfs. I think they're going to go offensive line. I'm looking at Derek Brown. I think Jacksonville, nine. Yeah, well, I told you how I felt if Jacksonville will make a move for, like, Jordan Love at nine. If they don't go that route, I think that's a very, very good spot and very close to Simmons. I think Jacksonville, Cam, will take a shot. Like, if you're Jacksonville, you might be able to steal um, Eason. Yeah. You get Eason later, have a competition with Minshew and let him beat Minshew out. You don't have to take a QB at nine. No, you don't. Unless they love a guy, you're right. I think, Cam, they see every day you wake up and the Jags have lost another guy on defense. 
I know. that whole core. I saw a picture of the game when they beat the Steelers a couple of years ago. That wasn't even that long ago, two years ago. All those guys are gone. Yeah, and it was a picture, and they were all sort of like hugging and like high-fiving at the end of the game. They made a play, and it was seven of them. They're yeah. all gone. Yeah, they are. Like, oh, all one by one. Like, too. ding, 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 ding. They're all gone. Yeah, Gabe, you look at those guys on Jacksonville, too, like Fowler, Studs. These guys, they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, and if it wasn't for Blake Bortles at the quarterback position, too, if they had real quarterback play, that defense is lethal. So Jacksonville, that would not surprise me with Brown. They need to rebuild because all those good players are gone around the NFL now. They're not the same old Jaguars. No, that's the thing. I just don't I just don't see him going that high at 7.5. I think we're yeah. we having a lot of nice uh, – thing is, we seem – you and me both seem to like the uh, the overs on everybody almost. I know. Somebody, somebody's <laughs> got to go in the top five. Six and seven. But, you know, not to be redundant, but Joe Burrow, number one. Chase Young, two. Um, I think three is where the trade can happen with the yeah. Lions. We like two on Wurfs. We like two on Wurfs. Wasn't he seven and a half? Eight and a like, half. Eight and a half to the Giants. So love we it. do like that under. Oh, I love I love that one. Unless, unless yeah. Gettleman on his laptop and his, uh, mouse, uh, his mouse cord, as he would say. Uh, mouse cord. <laughs> Hey, I draft Mark Bavaro. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. So, Gettleman, not a fax machine, Kev. Gettleman's going to be uh, sending uh, telegrams. Yeah, so, pigeon. Hello. Tell, uh, <laughs> tell the Ravens that I'm interested in their second-round pick, full stop. Uh, <laughs> Put the scroll in the bird's mouth. Fly, fly away, buddy. <laughs> You're right. What a setup. Who knows the Giants? You look, you look at Derek. So, like I said, so you look at Derek Brown, the defensive lineman, defensive tackle here. Guys are, you know, he's a good football player. Yes. You know what it is, basically. You know why it's seven and a half? It basically, it's Carolina. Yeah. It's Carolina or not. You know what I mean? Is Carolina going to take him? Because when you look at the other teams, like we said, someone's going to trade up, I think. So, Cincinnati takes Burrow, Redskins take Young. Let's say the Lions drop from three to five, right? The Dolphins go up to three. They get to a Giants get worth. Um, then, then you've got uh, the Detroit Lions. I got to believe the Lions go defense. So are they going to go Derek Brown? They could. With Patricia there? Simmons? I, I don't know what. I, I, I don't think they said- go Okuda. I think they lost, since they lost Slay, they can get Okuda there. But I'm gonna, if you're the yeah. Lions, you can be smart and trade the third pick, trade the third pick, fall down a little bit. And let's say you trade the third pick with Miami. They get Tua, you fall to five, you still get Akuda, who you wanted anyways, probably. And then you get another pick or two from Miami for, for dropping down. Yeah. I can see why Detroit would be open for business. This is not gonna be a popular selection, but if Tua is there at three. I'm telling you, Gabe, with Stafford and his wife's condition, the age of Matt Stafford, getting hurt all the time, he's 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 very close to retiring from the National Football League. Is Detroit good to win with him? No, they're still not there. Even though they have weapons, there's too many holes. They lose Slay. I would not be surprised. I know Patricia in his beard. He wants to go defense, defense, defense like his boy Bill. Bill Belichick there, but I'll tell you, if two is there, don't be surprised if the Detroit Lions actually do something like that and go for a future quarterback. I don't know how many years Stafford has left. That's just a take, but they probably will go defense. If I'm Detroit, me and you in the war room, I would love to trade down and stockpile picks, but I think they're still open for business for for Tua. I do. If you've noticed over the last couple of days, there hasn't been a lot of uh, worse talk, actually, in height. It's true. 
There's been a lot of other guys that have been connected. And I'll tell you what, um, Jedrick, uh, uh, Jedrick Wills out of Alabama, there's been a lot of talk about him in New York, Cam, pretty much on a daily basis. Yeah, word Joe Judge likes him, the Gettleman likes him. Uh, this kid is a, he's a, we talked about him. He's a, he's got a mean streak to him. Yet it just seems to me that Wirfs is a, is, is a more of a natural fit uh, for the Giants. And I think Wills ends up going to the Arizona Cardinals. But let's talk about another offensive lineman that is getting some, um, getting some love here. And Andrew Thomas. Yes. And it's funny, the kid out of Georgia. And I'm looking at Walter Football. Walter Football guy is a good, um, very, very good one of many, um, a lot of good uh, scouts out there and, and sites, but Walter does a great job, WalterFootball.com. And it's funny because 11 and a half, here's Walter Football. Team sources say Thomas is worthy of a top 12 pick. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Right there. What do you think 11 and a half? I think I'm going to be gotta honest. I got to go over. It's going to go over. We can't risk every bet. We've already talked. I love you at the start of the show. Let's go to the time machine. Hey, Cam, we might have 10 or 15. By the sounds of things, we got about 30 cooking right now. We haven't we got everyone going or, late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We haven't even done like the second round, third round picks. We'll have some action there. But I got to tell you, Gabe, that one is going to be so close to the number. Like with worse, I really believe eight and a half is too high when I go with the under. But this one could be that's right there. It's very close to Simmons. Like, we have to be careful. These are like going to be the well, fifth. Teams are taking an O lineman. The Bengals aren't. The Redskins aren't. Arizona is. The the Lions right. won't. The Giants probably yes. Dolphins, Chargers no. What about the Jets? Panthers no. Um, Cardinals yes. That's only two teams. Yeah. You know the Browns actually at ten. That's where they come the in. The Browns but, need a lineman. They yes. got Baker Mayfield really hurt. Yeah, like they're the Jets do too. Thought. Yes. So that's why that's why there's the thought that uh, four linemen could be in the first 12 picks. Uh, and the yeah. other guy, so we're talking about Andrew Thomas, where I'd like to say over 11 and a half, but people do like him. And we were talking about it earlier. That's what makes this draft so good. I mean, in, in a lot of these positions, very, very deep. Mackay Becton is another kid out of Louisville. I like that kid. He's that a, a lot of people like. I think the fact that he played at Louisville, that should hurt him a little bit. A little bit. Like, you know what I mean? And But his prop is eight and a half, not even 11 and a half. So that's what I'm saying. The worst love amongst, like, the the, the odds makers and the, 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 the people that are writing about, the, you know, the, the draft and the so-called experts, there's a lot of love for everybody except worse right now, if you yeah. know. And another thing is... Like, where the hell did Becton come from to be eight and a half? Well, what does that tell you? That tells you another thing. We've been breaking down this draft the receiver position is so tight. GMs are thinking, we can get our guy second round, third round. Don't worry about it. There's going to be a lot of available guys. That's what's going to happen. The dominoes are going to fall, game with the offensive linemen. Books aren't going to post a number like that, eight and a half, if they're going to give away free money. There has to be chatter, and it has to be real chatter, that they think these guys are going to fall like dominoes. Like once Wurfs goes, that's the thing. And I'll tell you one thing, an offensive lineman for a team like Cleveland, Arizona, vital. Absolutely vital. I watch you watch the Browns play. Like it's not even Baker Mayfield's fault. Sometimes their line sucked. One of the worst in the league. But the thing is, these teams are idiots. <laughs> yeah, they are. Some are. They do weird things. Yeah, they do weird things. But what do you what do you make of uh, what do you make of uh, Mike Mayock? Basically, coming out and stating there's no secret we're thin at wide receiver. Normally, teams don't show their hand like this. 
But I think he doesn't care. I think he I, thinks yeah. it's so deep. I, I'm drafted at 12 and 19. So whatever. So you take C.D. Lamb at 11, I can take Judy at 12. You yeah. take Judy at 11, I can take Lamb at 12. I can get someone at 19 uh, as well. The Raiders are interesting, uh, Cam. I got to believe the Raiders. Uh, are they going to go wide receiver? Yes. They probably do. They have to. You know what he I mean? He said, and for the record, sorry, I just want to say, he said we're set at quarterback, which means I think they're ready to throw Carr out of the bus because Carr's not a backup, and they didn't bring Mariota in to be a backup. They no. they want to do like Tannehill. They basically, like uh, Mayock said, Mariota just needs to be refreshed and some yes. new coaching. And I, yeah, I think they envision Mariota as the quarterback, not Carr. I, I couldn't agree more. What's Mariota also have? And I, I don't think they're in a rush to like – I think they might draft another quarterback, Cam. They will, but, but later. I think they want Mariota to be the quarterback. Yeah, they do. And think about this. You're Mariota. You're one of the top picks. You, all, all of a sudden, your career's gone down the toilet. You don't think this guy's going to have motivation? New city, refresh, everything. Mayock, different guys. It didn't work in Tennessee. It's just him, the mistakes that he made. But Mariota still has skills. I'm with you. They're going to have a quarterback battle. Mariota's going to beat out Carr. Carr's going to be pissed off. The Raiders, you can't win with the receiving core that they have now. Hunter Renfro, you got him, but you are you kidding me? They have to get C.D. Lamb or Judy. They Raiders will draft a receiver first, or and and, and or the, at 19 they can get somebody on the back end. And but one of those guys is a receiver guaranteed. To Jerry. me, yeah, to me, you figure they're going to go Jerry Judy. Like I, that's just the feeling that I would get. You know what I mean? That's the feeling I would get with, with the Raiders. Like, which receiver would they take? Would they go for a C.D. Lamb? Or would they go for a Judy? I think they would go for Judy. Yeah. But the thing is, they're also picking with the 19th pick. Like, they act, the Raiders have a luxury. And this is one thing. Everybody mocked the Khalil Mack deal at the time. Uh, yeah, now look and at And now them. suddenly, you know what I mean, they have all these picks, and suddenly the Bears don't. Yeah. Right? And what's it done the for the Bears? Khalil Nothing. Mack's been good, sacked a couple of guys, but you haven't won anything. Nope, Trubisky and the offense stink. The defense uh, regressed. Injuries. Yeah, no, the Bears are a team that, uh, you know, they look good one year. They couldn't get it done against Philadelphia. They're a team regressing. I'm with you, Gabe. I think uh, Judy to the Raiders actually makes sense. And I got a weird vibe. Maybe C.D. Lamb to the Niners is uh, something yeah, I've had in my head. on top of that. Yeah. I'll tell you, I'm uh, looking at a New York Post uh, right now. And uh, they've got Andrew Thomas, who we were talking about. Andrew Thomas going... 11th to the New York Jets. Interesting. And it's a good point, Cam. You brought it up, too. If, if you're if you're the Jets, you do need an offensive lineman. Like, their offensive line is kind of weak, right? It's not the worst, but it needs to get better. And Darnold, yeah. thing with them, Darnold's not mobile. No. Right? Like, that's the thing. If stuff breaks down, it's a problem for them. It's the same thing, you know what I mean? Like, you need, you need to give them some protection. And it's almost not fair. And I don't even like Darnold. I'm not a Darnold fan. But it's not fair to him to criticize him or to judge a kid who was drafted third overall in the draft and has never really been given weapons to work with. I agree. That's why Quincy I'm not was a, He's a number three guy. Robbie Anderson's a number two, number three yes. in the real team as well, right? Let's be real. He's never had He's never had good – like, look at the Giants. Like, he doesn't have Evan Ingram. He doesn't have Sterling Shepard. No, he doesn't. You know what I mean? He doesn't have these yeah. guys. They don't use Le'Veon Bell properly for the run game to set up the pass no. game. So it's a it's an absolute disaster. It's true. It's they not don't a throw screen of them. They, the only no, thing they, they don't, don't do, Ken, they don't throw screenplays. No, they don't. Like it's everything is Very straight down. Yes, like yeah. they don't. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.